0: We got a 16 NBA slate here on Monday. So before we do uh, talk about this slate, let's recap everything from yesterday for myself. <clears throat> so yesterday was another really, really good day. Um, great day in XFL overall. Took down the shutdown slate. I did apologize, though, because I played the optimal or what I thought was the optimal lineup in large field tournaments. And it was duped a ton. So um, you can take my GBP card away. But yeah, this was the XFL lineup. Uh, great day over there, a great weekend. And then this was the showdown lineup. Just played Tyus Jones, captain, jammed in the top four guys with David Roddy. So that was a recap of everything. Hoping to keep it going. Did not cash in the NBA main slate. Uh, finally didn't click Emmanuel quickly with Jalen Brunson out. Every single time I click quickly with Brunson out, starts the game off like 20 fancy points, finishes with 20 fancy points. Finally don't click them because I already jammed in all my value from the early games. 70 bomb for quickly. Wild. Wild, wild, wild. But uh, yeah, the sponsor of today's video, guys, is Price Picks. Make sure to use the code DKDFS. If you are a new user, it'll give you 100% match up to $100. The link will be down below. You build two, three, four, five, up to 6 player props, and 1 up to 25 bucks your money. A lot of different sports. You can mix and match them as well. So first time user, give it a try and take advantage of that free money. And uh, yeah, let's just get right into the video. We'll start off with Boston and Cleveland. So on the Boston side, we just got news that, or it's not updated yet on draft games, but Let's scroll here on um, underdog. So, Brogdon is back, Horford is out, and Jason Tatum is out. So, Boston's relatively short-handed. No Robert Williams, no Horford, no Jason Tatum. It's a tough matchup, but um, they're they're short-handed. So, we'll start off. We'll start off with Jalen Brown, even though I don't love the spot him here. He should be the clear go-to guy. He's got shooting guard, small forward eligibility. I think he stands out as one of the better spend-up. So, I do like Jalen Brown a good amount. The guards look better, Smart and Derek White. I think Malcolm Brogdon, assuming no limitations, um, which he's only been out for a couple of games, right? So I don't think he'll be limited. I like the ceiling on him. So, White, Brogdon, Smart, all get more usage without Jason Tatum. And the front court, I think you're going to get a ton of minutes for Grant Williams. He's only 3.4K, but like 44 minutes last game. Uh, I think we get probably around 30 to 35 from Grant Williams minutes wise. So I like him a good amount. Mike Muscala should get a, a healthy amount of minutes here. He is not a bad fantasy point minute guy, only 3.3K. He stands out. I think you might see some Blake Griffin in the rotation. So thing so thinking of the rotation is going to be Brown 1, Smart 2, Brogdon 3, White 4, Grant Williams 5, Mike Muscala 6, Sam Hauser 7, maybe some Blake Griffin 8. Maybe a little bit of Peyton Pritchard too. Like, I, I think that will probably be the uh, the Boston Celtics rotation. But even though it's a tough matchup, they're shorthanded, so you got to have interest in some of these guys. On the Cleveland side, so Don Mitchell is expected to play. He was at shoot round. So usually if a player goes through shoot round, they, they do give it a go. 9.3 for him, 8.7 for Garland. If I had to pick between the two, I then go lean Mitchell to sell, like the ceiling a little bit more with him. Mobley at 7.8 still does provide a ceiling, but I think that feels priced about right. Jared Allen, 7k also. It's like, okay, that seems right too. So neither of the front court guys stand out to me. Harris Levert should see low 20s minutes off the bench. I think he's a reasonable value. Rubio probably sees 15 to 20 minutes off the bench. He's a fair punt play, but don't think I'm gonna get to Coro or anyone else from Cleveland. Philadelphia and the Indiana Pacers. So Tobias Harris and PJ Tucker both did not participate in shoot rounds. So I, if I had to guess, outside, they do not play, which could open up a lot here for the 76ers. So we would for sure get Maxi Harden and Bede starting. Um, I think you would probably see Melton start too and they go a little bit small and then throw like McDaniels or Yang, maybe House in the starting lineup. Like one of those like wings that I think will kind of take PJ Tucker's spot. So we'll keep an eye on that. But at the top, Embiid, Harden. I like the matchup for both. I think both are pretty solid. I wouldn't call either a priority for me, but I like the ceiling on both. I think Tyrese Maxey is one of the better plays in the mid range. He's just playing a ton of minutes right now. And with Tobias Harrison and uh, P.J. Tucker not expected to play, that should solidify his minutes. I think DeAnthony Melton plays a good chunk more at 4-5 if those two guys are both out. Um, His minutes have kind of been all over the place, but if we see 30-plus minutes from a 4.5K Melton, that intrigues me. And this group like McDaniels and Yang would benefit if P.J. Tucker's out. I think you probably would see a little bit of Danwell House, too. Um, So those guys would all benefit if Tucker and Harris do not play. On the Pacer side, Halburn status now up in the air. So there's actually a lot of questionable players on this slate. Aaron Naismith, also questionable. If Halburn's out, well, you would think that TJ McConnell would start. But no, we got a Carlisle the other day. They randomly to start George Hill out of nowhere. Um, He didn't play a ton, though. McConnell still did play a decent amount in that game. He played, yeah, he played 31 minutes of that game. So still would like McConnell. Would like Nemhard better if um Halburns out, too. His minutes have been disappointing a bit of late, but... He's still really cheap. Miles Turner, if he can stay out of foul trouble, I think he has a ceiling, but the price is coming up, and now he gets the match against Joel Embiid. A buddy heel, and their usage goes up. Um, minutes have not been great. Like, Mather in that one game with Halbert, now only played 15 minutes. Like, what was that? What was that? So, I just never, it's never a good feeling targeting any Pacers. If Nace minutes out, you should get more run for Jordan Nwora. Um, he's been playing well in his limited minutes, so I think he'd be a pretty solid value. I think Chris Duarte would uh, get decent minutes, too. He's only 3-5, so there are some interesting plays here for the Pacers. If you want to mess with the backup center position, be my guest. I mean, we all thought it was Jalen Smith a couple slates states ago because he had been the backup center for two straight games. Then it went to Isaiah Jackson. It could be Daniel Tice. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to mess with that in the slate. If you want to take a shot in one of those backup centers and hope they are the guy, then be my guest. No, I'm not going to take that risk. Portland and Detroit, so... Simon Nurkic still out. I think Damian Lillard stands out as one of the best spend ups in the slate. Um, should play around forty minutes. Great matchup. He looks really good. Jeremy Grant at seven one has been solid as the number two guy. He's playing a ton of minutes. I think he's a fair like last piece in. I do like some of the value too. Cam Reddish, Batiste Thiebel. These guys should see over thirty minutes. Thirty seven minutes for Cam Reddish last game. Batiste Thiebel. He's not like the best point per minute guy, but he's playing thirty plus minutes. I like Reddish. I like Thiebel. Eubanks and Watford will split the center position. They're both fair values. You'll see some Shane Sharp. You'll see some Nassir Little off the bench. They're okay large field tournament plays. On the Detroit side, so another kind of messy situation here. Bogdanovich out, Durn out, Stewart out. We don't know the status of Hayes. We don't know the status of Wiseman. Let's just talk about what I think the starting lineup will be. If there's no Hayes and there's no Wiseman, I think it will pro- Well, and Magruder's questionable too. So if Magruder's in, well, let's just say all the questionable guys are out. Okay, so they're all out. If that's the case, I think the starting lineup will be Ivy, Burks, Livers, Bagley. I don't know who the maybe Diallo start. Like I, I don't know. This team is, is pretty short handed. Uh, they just have a lot of like, guards too. I feel like um, so. Yeah, this Pistons team could be really short-handed. If that's the case, like, Ivy and... Well, Bagley would probably be the standout, right? If Bagley starts at the 5 here and it's, like, their only true big, like, he would be the best play. Um, but, yeah, Ivy, Ivy ceiling go way up. Diallo and Burke should see a lot more run. They're pretty good point-per-minute guys. Um, Livers would probably play a lot, even though he's just not going to do a ton when he's on the court. You can even start considering guys like Kojo and Hampton, maybe even Eugene Omorier if all these guys are out. Like, he probably would play the, the backup 5, I would guess. Um... So the Pistons could look really good if all those guys are out. If they're all in, then I think you get the starting lineup of Hayes, Ivy, Magruder, Bagley, Wiseman. Or I guess it could go a little bit small and maybe just use Bagley as a backup five. If Bagley doesn't start, I don't like him as much. So that's definitely uh, important to to see what the Pistons are going to do with the starting lineup. But another messy situation there, Atlanta, Miami. Pretty easy to talk about here for Atlanta. Nothing standing out. Tough matchup. Trey, Ajanti Murray. These guys are always like just like tournament plays for me. Like they, they can provide ceilings. We saw the big game from Murray a couple games ago, but can't prioritize them. Capella, Okongu, they're splitting center position. Sadiq Bey, DeAndre Hunter, they're like fine last pieces in. Bay's minutes have ticked up while John Collins' minutes have ticked down. And DeAndre Hunter consistently playing like around 30 minutes a game. So those two are like reasonable plays. Bogdan Bogdanovich will come off the bench and play like mid-20s minutes. Always playable in in GPPs. Miami, so we got no love. We got no Kyle Lowry. So I'm assuming you had Caleb Martin back in the starting lineup and you get the starting lineup of Vincent Hero, Jimmy, Martin, Bam. I think factoring in price, Tyler Hero of the big three probably would be my favorite option. He should see close to 40 minutes. He's uh, got the shooting guard eligibility. Jimmy Butler still provides the ceiling. The minutes have been great on him. Like he's playing low with 30s minutes a night. I think I prefer Bam to Jimmy if they had to pick. Um, Bam's minutes have ticked up a little bit of late, 38 and 36 minutes over the last two. Martin should start. I think he's just like a fair value play, obviously 25 to 30 minutes. Um, Gabe Vincent's 4-2. I mean, his minutes have been around 30 a game. He's a fair value. Struce Oladipo should say a little bit more run. They're also playable. Toronto, Denver. Toronto, pretty easy to talk about. Fully healthy team. Nothing really standing out here um siakam van fleet both have a ceiling both should play a ton of minutes Barnes og og feel priced about right they're gonna play a lot though Yaka Purtle against Jokic, you would think all right this is a game maybe they play Purtle a bit more um if that's the case if you get a game where hurdle pushes for 30 plus minutes like we know this is the ceiling he's had a couple massive games on the raptors so if if this is a game where he gets extended and he plays 30 plus minutes i like the ceiling quite a bit Yaka Purtle. gary trent we know it's like a ceiling can knock down the shots but also this is a floor if he struggles with the shot so he's always playable for tournaments my arch nemesis from last year boucher a chew see rotation minutes but um they're just dart throws all right on the denver side nicole Jokic 11.8 he had the salary i think he looks yeah, just a super high floor high ceiling whenever the game is competitive jamal murray 8k should see mid 30s minutes also is provides that ceiling a little bit lower floor than Jokic, but still pretty high ceiling or an MPJ, I'm not going to prioritize either of them. KCP is a fair value, three and D guy that's probably going to play 30 to 35 minutes. Um, yeah, no issue with that. Reggie Jackson, Bruce Brown, we'll see minutes off the bench, but not super excited about targeting any of those guys. And finally, the Pelicans and the Kings, another team that's pretty short-handed. No Zion, no J Rich, no and Ants. We don't know the status of Jonas Chuna. So if JV's out, this team is really short-handed. You're going to get the starting lineup of Ingram, CJ, Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, Hernan Gomez. If JV's out, you'll see uh, Jackson Hayes play off the bench. You'll see Najee Marshall play off the bench. You'll see some Dyson Daniels and probably a little bit of Kira Lewis. Um, So if that's the case, Ingram, CJ, I like the matchup a lot here against the Kings. We know the Kings play fast and play very little defense. Um, And these guys right now are just playing huge minutes. So those two look good. Hernan Gomez and Hayes should play majority of the center minutes. They have been great, though, for Hernan Gomez in the two starts, 21 and 15 minutes. However, he'll be really productive when he's on the court. Jackson Hayes, not as good of a point-per-minute guy, but does have the power forward eligibility. I love Trey Murphy at 4-4. Played 38 minutes last game. Assuming he starts here, I think he's one of the better values in slate. I like Herb Jones. I think he's pretty safe. He should see 30-plus minutes. Najee Marshall, if there's no JV, I think plays a decent amount more. They could close small with him. Um, he's only three point six k, so there would be a lot to like here from the Pelicans if JB's out. If JB's in, I kind of just think it takes Hernan Gomez and Jackson Hayes out of play, but still like these other Valley guys like Murphy, like Jones, like Najee Marshall. And moving on to Sacramento, only news here is De'Aaron Fox is questionable. If Fox is out, we got to consider Davion Mitchell, and then you know you should get more run for like Malik Monk or you know uh, Terrence Davis. So bonus is sealing it up a bit if De'Aaron Fox is out. I think he's a pretty safe play either way. Would look a little bit better if Fox is out. Darren Fox himself, I think, is a fine tournament play. His minutes have been pretty secure of like high 30s. Barnes, Herder, Murray, you know what I'm going to say? You know what I'm going to say here. At least one of these guys can have a good game. I always have a really, really hard time picking between these guys, though. Like one of these guys usually does get benched, like whoever's playing the worst. Monk, if he plays well, like could close. The ceiling's always there on him. And then there's no Darren Fox, a good Davion Mitchell starting. I finally, finally didn't click Davion Mitchell when De'Aaron Fox is out, and that's when you have the good Davion Mitchell game. But when I play Davion Mitchell with uh, De'Aaron Fox out, he goes for like 10 fancy points. So that is fun, fun, fun. Um, but yeah, that is the Kings. We'll see some Trey Lyles in the rotation, 2-3-5. at three, five. Probably sees 15 to 20 minutes. I think he's a fair value. Okay, so that's going to do it for the video, guys. Again, if you haven't enjoyed, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Good luck on the slate, and we'll see you all in the next video.